0: Yes, it's not always what you think. This is Britney Simone and Do You See What I See? And something that has come to my attention, my awareness, as I'm looking at my family, my history, and I'm starting to look at the lineage. I'm looking at some of these little characteristics and character traits that we may have, genetically, of course, you know, our bodies biologically. I am the same skin color as my father, who's darker. I have my mother's hands, but they're long and strong, which are my fingers, and the palm of my hand like my dad. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful combination with these long, beautiful nails. And even looking at my feet, they are similar to my mother's, looking at a lot of these things. However, I still have the stature of my dad. My dad is naturally you know, smaller, but he's toned. I have these features. I have my father's hair. He has an amazing curl pattern. It's really curly. It's really soft. And when you just let it be, it looks really, 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 really thick and nappy, as they would say. However, when it's wet, it's nice and curly. It has a wonderful, wonderful curl to it. But then I started to look deeper, of course. In my mind, I like looking at things more than what they are and something that i've noticed from looking at the siblings that i have and their children there are little things that their kids do that they do that they don't even realize that they do but they do it because they see it and i begin to look at myself like are there things that i do like that for example why do i sniff a lot (laughs) that's because my dad did it and most of the time I don't need to however my dad has asthma and he's also allergic to feathers so a lot of the times he's around things that has feathers and it creates this allergic reaction to where he's always sniffing and coughing and he's always eating things that he should not be eating which causes mucus which I did I begin to look back at some things like when my mother had my baby sister When she would drop her pacifier, she would put the pacifier in her mouth and wipe it off and not go take it to the sink. And I started doing that. And as I've gotten older, I was about to do that. You know, yes, they're my nephews and my nieces. But I stopped and asked myself, why am I about to do this? And I started asking myself these questions. I started looking at my older family members, the elders, so to speak. And I began to see that it's a lot of things that are passed down to us that we just do because it's in our bloodline. It's in the habit. It's habitual. Not so much as the eating. Oh, yes, it is. It is the eating. The eating is habitual. It's not so much as hereditary. But it is habits that get so deep and ingrained into our blood and in our lifestyle that we don't even realize that it's there. So I started asking myself these questions. I am the eldest in my family. I'm the oldest, and I'm the baby girl. A lot of the things I started doing, I just started taking on responsibilities as a child. And as I take on these responsibilities as a child, I just thought that's what I was supposed to do. I thought that's how it's supposed to be. I'm the oldest. But I begin to look that in my family. And yes, these are just things that I have noticed these are things that have been brought to my attention. So much so that it becomes something that is so ingrained in us that that's all we know how to do. And that's where it comes with family matters. Because now you have an older generation who have done nothing but rear children, your big mamas. But we never learned what big mama was good at besides raising children. Because now she becomes so ingrained in that way of life and so fixed in being there that can't nobody take care of them kids like she can. Yet we never knew what Big Mama was good at. And that's another conversation which I want to bring up. We we don't. And then as soon as she leaves, the family wants to replace that Big Mama with someone else. And that's because... the habits we want to recreate, because now we're comfortable, we're afraid that if we don't have that, we can't survive when that's not true. So I started paying attention to a lot of my habits, started paying attention to a lot of the things that I have done that just does not work for me, that's not good for me. Because these are things that have come forth from family, and it's not what it seems it's not a brilliant idea. It's not a bright idea. It's really something that doesn't work for me. And now I'm in a space where now <clears throat> I have to change these things. But I have to start looking at my family and looking at like, what is it that they're doing that I am mirroring, not knowing, and it's unbeknownst to me? And what started it? Because that's what I started looking at. There's a story that a lot of people have told and I've heard that you have to start changing and asking questions. There's a woman who always split her ham in two pieces. And they ask, like, why you do that? Well, because my mother did it. Why you did it? Well, because my mother did it. When they finally get to that great grandmother, and she said, well, our stove was, wasn't big enough to put a whole ham in there, so we had to cut it in two pieces and cook it differently. We never asked these questions. To find out why. Because it may not have even been a good reason why these things were done. And it may not have been a bad reason either. It still may work. Just cook both of the hams cut in half in the stove. Or you may just do it because it's fun. It becomes a tradition. Who knows? But sometimes we need to just ask, why do I do that? Because it's not always what it seems. And this is Brittany Simone with Do You See What I See? And if you don't, let me show you. Peace. Yes, the family. These are things that I don't know that we all remember. And for me, because this is, of course, Do You See What I See? And I believe that these are some of the things that we receive from the womb. These are things that are conversations that are being held and withheld in the womb. Because looking at myself, I do a lot and I take initiative for a lot of stuff. And I'm not asked to. I'm not asked to do certain things. I just do it. And I begin to watch my grandmother, my granny, because she, her and my father and a cousin of mine were the ones who were very influential in raising us. And because they were influential in raising us, a lot of those things that they've done, I've picked up. But I want to say that these are things that have come to me because these were characteristics that were already in my blood and I just attracted them to me. These were things that were already ingrained in me. Because my grandmother likes to overstep her boundaries a lot of times and she's negative. She likes to think about the negative things and the negative outcomes of things and in her mind there is nothing that is all positive there's nothing that is all wonderful and beautiful and glorious there's always something negative that you have to watch out for like if i'm walking across the street you gotta watch out for the car i see the car grandma okay you gotta watch out for the light i, I see the light it's still red i don't need to go yet oh well well you gotta watch just in case somebody throws them some out the car why would they throw something out the car and I can see them? Well, you you never know. What did that light pole fall? What, I'm like, Grandma, why? And as I've gotten older, because I've done the same thing, I would always say the same thing to my sister, and my brother, who has kids, and I don't. And I would always step in and say, you got to watch this, you got to watch that, and they would be very frustrated. But then that seed was planted in them, and they'd do the same thing. They would always be extra cautious and think something negatively could possibly happen. I've been doing this since I was a kid, and this was way before I understood what that meant. And as I got older, it became something that was exacerbated because, exacerbated because, I'm older now, and I see more. I'm, I'm aware of more. And so now, I'm like, why do I do that? So that's what I mean by it's not, always, it's not always what you think it is. It's not always what it seems. You have to stop and ask yourself, why did I do that? And I think we get so caught up in the rigmarole of life that we don't stop and ask, why did I do that? Like, I know for me, I have to ask myself these questions. Why did I do that? why did I do that a lot of times we do it because we're trying to create the opposite effect of something that has happened like for me my grandmother and my grandfather they're not they weren't married these were two separate siblings on two different sides of the family they always scrape their bowl I'm like it's empty why you keep scraping They said no it's a little bit left I make sure that I cautiously do not scrape my bowl because I don't want to become them and I'm begin to look at a lot of things like why do i always say something why do i always jump to conclusions i don't know why but when i started to look it was something that has become so inherited in me because it's created by the blood it lives in the blood it lives in that spirit of the family it lives in that mantle. and i think those are a lot of things that we all need to start looking at now especially in this time because there is someone that i know he is always, 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 always wanting to tell you that he's right. That's because when he was a kid, nobody listened to him. They always told him he was wrong. But that's because the adults that were around him felt like, I need to protect you from yourself. And so what did I do? I would do the same thing. These are things that are just so inherited in us. There are some that come to us, we don't even know why we do it. Like, I've watched my niece do some things, and we're like, why does she do that? And they're like, oh, yeah, her dad did that when he was younger. And it still made me think, like, hmm, what are some things that I did that I might see happen in my kids? Because it's something that's just inherited in them. And that's because a lot of the times we don't stop and ask ourselves. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? What made me do this? And you don't have to sit down for so long and and analyze yourself. But just ask yourself some of these little habits. Like, I carry paper towel in my pocket. I always carry paper towel. I don't feel right if I don't have a piece of paper towel. Well, when I was younger, my grandma... She would always have in her bag wet paper towels. She would always say, Brittany, you never know when you need this. You're never gonna know when you need this. And as I've gotten older, I always keep paper towel and I always find myself being in situations where I need paper towel now. I'm like, no. I created that way. I created that 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 way of being because of something I've gotten from my grandmother who has paper towels because she always feels like she might need it even if she don't. But I started creating situations where I need that paper towel and I don't feel right if I don't have paper towel. That's because of an interpretation I picked up as a kid. And I begin to walk around and not have the paper towel and now I'm feeling free but I still feel like I don't have the paper towel now because I'm doing it because of someone else. And because of that, that is something that I had to undo when I start looking at it, a lot of these things we do that is unconsciously done is out of some fear, which we all should have. Of course, there's a caution to it. But it's because we're afraid. It comes out of fear. It doesn't come out of something that is actually living, breathing real. But it's a figment of our imagination that we create. And our minds are so powerful that we create these Conversations and habits and ways of life that we don't even realize that we do and that we have. So, this is the moment and the time where we need to sit down and ask because the world is getting ready to change. Growing up, there were always people I always saw with mullets and jerry curls. They never changed their hairstyle. That's because they were so ingrained in it, they just felt like, why change? But they had a fear that I love this and this at one point in time this hairstyle was amazing. At one set of time at one point in time, I was the man. I was the woman because I had this. I look good, but if I change it I might not look good anymore. But who said you don't? Because I know I had to teach you how to mother and I'm like, I wish you changed that damn hairstyle. There was somebody I knew who had a jerry curl. I'm like, I wish did he would stop leaving all this damn jerry curl juice everywhere. I don't wanna come hug you. You got all of this damn jerry curl juice. I'm like That's because we do these things out of fear. Like for me, I put the pacifier in my mouth and I kept doing it out of the fear of what happens if I don't? Well, you just get your ass up and go to the sink and rinse it off. And there are still more possibilities. What if I just go dip it in some water? What if I just give it back to the baby? They're not going to hurt. They put stuff in their mouth all the time and they don't even care what it is. Like this baby right now, just drop this pacifier and, and instead of picking it up, just his, stuck his toes in his mouth. And I'm like, you were just walking outside barefoot. And I was like, well, why not? A lot of these things we still do out of fear and it becomes so ingrained in us because someone had a, had something that hurt them. And instead of giving them the antidote so that it doesn't, you want to keep them in that fear so that you feel like you're in control.